Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. Uh, Today it's Saturday, uh, the 1st of May, 2021. Uh, Here in the UK at the moment, it's a cloudy morning. Um, uh, It's kind of a peaceful morning, looking out the window. Um, So, all is good. Um, And, um, yeah... Well, those of us who are still here are grateful we're, we're still here. And, um, yeah, it's kind of a, a strange time at the moment, I, I feel, where um, some people in the world are going through a, a very serious uh, wave of um, the, the virus that we, we all uh, know we've had to live with for over a year now whereas others are um, finding ways to come out of their lockdowns and um, you know uh, cases of um, the virus uh, are are lower deaths are lower considerably lower than they have been Um, but people are being complacent um, they're, they're trying to figure out, scientists and um, authorities trying to figure out a way people to come out of the lockdowns, um, to go back to some kind of normality, um, trying to reopen the economy, reopen um, <coughs> businesses and allow people to go back to some kind of semblance of, of real life and... Uh, yeah, there are trials going on um, around the country here, uh, especially um, where um, uh, it's been trialed whether uh, people will soon be able to go back to go back to uh, nightclubs. Um, I just saw a report on uh, Sky News where they they um, they did a, a trial. Uh, where uh, several uh, club goers, young young people, um, attended a um, a rave um, in uh, um, in uh, one of the towns here in uh, in one of the cities here in uh, England, Liverpool, uh, and three thousand people um, uh, attended. Um, all. Uh, as it was described by the reporter, um, as a, a pe- in a kind of petri dish, uh, to um, because every person uh, in attendance uh, was tested um, beforehand, and uh, they had to um, they have to submit to being tested um, subsequently because uh, it's all and 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 one of the, the amazing things is that everybody in attendance. 
didn't have to wear a mask, they didn't have to social distance, and it was only for a short time, it was, uh, um, you know, it was for a, a night, basically, a, a day, a, a night, uh, in which people were able to listen to a, a DJ, uh, do their DJ set, um, and they were able to dance and hug and and be and take pictures with one another without their um, their masks on. And uh, yeah, just seeing the uh, the images on the on the news was amazing, really. Um, and you know, some people comment. I've seen some people commenting uh, on it, saying how um, it gives them. Uh, a bit of uh, unsettlement, uh, a bit of a bit of social anxiety to think that anybody could ever go back to those times. Whereas the young people who were a part of this this um, this trial, they just embraced it as if nothing had happened, and uh, as if that the whole last year had was. It was like they were existing within their own bubble of freedom, and of course, as I said, that uh, it was all um, for um, uh, for for science. It was all to so that uh, um, scientists could 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 test these um, club goers and could keep track of um, their uh, symptoms and things like that. But um, I think it's just positivity and it's just a great example of the fact that they are thinking about you know normality and even though uh, coronavirus may be around forever we may have to treat it and consider it um, as if it is uh, another flu it's like a, a super flu very dangerous flu and um, we'll all have to probably be vaccinated every, every year um even more so than people are anyway um and we're just have, gonna have to adapt to it but it's very positive um for me to see that and um i'm sure it was very weird and a, a lot of the people who were interviewed uh spoke of how strange it was and how weird it was to um to, to not have to wear a mask to be able to be in close proximity with other people and and uh yeah that's it's I'm, I'm i'm glad to see that the that that is the that the the you know we are um the momentum of of life is going forward in that we are opening up and we're saying that we have to go back to some kind of normality we can't live in a world that is um is how it has been for the last year i mean we we have come up with around the world to come up with um vaccinations incredibly quickly um and a, a small minority of people have had um um you know they've they've suffered blood clots as a result but they may have been predisposed to having blood clots perhaps they they may not know that they were susceptible to um, certain things because they didn't they don't go to a doctor they haven't been hadn't been diagnosed so to their knowledge they they had no idea that having a vaccination would 
lead to any kind of complications. So they can't blame the vaccinations, can't blame the vaccines, they can't blame themselves. It's just, uh, it's just the way it is. And, and I know from my own personal perspective that when I do get my vaccination very soon, I have no idea how I'm going to react to it. Um, I can only um, refer back to anecdotal um, information that I've heard from other people when they've had their vaccine. Um, I have no idea what how I'm going it's going to affect me, but I think the the risks are are, are worth it. I think um, it's it's better to to have some kind of protection than not and if you don't believe in vaccines then that's 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 great that's your choice it's not compulsory it's not being forced on anybody even though some people may perceive that uh they may be uh, potentially put into a into a group eventually where they are seen as the unvaccinated and then you have a group that is the vaccinated maybe i don't know but that's not my, I would never see someone like that. I would never judge anybody and say, well, because you are haven't been vaccinated, then you are a certain kind of person. It's all down to, to choice, um, whether you're vaccinated, whether your children are vaccinated. And I know that there's been some uh, backlash from um, some people who have heard um, um, public figures say that they they are not certain about vaccinating their children um and uh i think that's um i think as i say it's it's all down to personal opinion it's all down to choice um but the vast majority of people are taking up all the various um vaccines so that's uh, that's a good thing and um and even if not not everybody has it if just the vast majority of people have it and as a result everybody wins in the end everybody gets some kind of immunity as a result then i think that's that's a good thing um but uh yeah it's as i say it's a strange time it feels like we're making progress or we're testing out ways to to make life go back to normal and not revert back to uh, a lockdown situation um and then you look around the world and you see places like India where they're being, every day, the virus there is ravaging. Um, and, it's got, you know, hundreds of thousands of, of new cases every day. Um, and it's it's really sad to see. And you see on the TV these images that, and they're, they're really um, gasping, literally gasping for air for oxygen because they need oxygen to you know regulate their their air supply um um and they need vaccines um but they say that you know it's going to be weeks before they they get over the the the, the main um uh the the climax of of the virus and the the um the, the peak of the virus I should say where they are and who knows whether that will be the 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 final wave of it and i don't think there will ever be a final wave i just think like the like the ocean you know sometimes you get big waves sometimes you get small waves sometimes you get waves that you can easily 
um, get through um, but you need some kind of vessel some kind of ability something to protect you to get you over the this ocean um, uh, that you're traversing whether it's life or water or, or whatever but um, yeah people do need to go back to normality has to be and when I say normality it's always going to be things aren't going to go back to how they were but normality in a sense that people can learn to live and they they can uh, prosper and uh, you know the younger generation can can learn and they can eventually um, find out who they want to be um, and they're not just defined as the covid generation uh, like a lost generation a generation that uh, will always be plagued by this virus and it, it will set them back in life I don't think that's that's right I think the younger generation have to be given things to 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 build towards uh, paths to progress down to um, give them some kind of semblance that there is there is a future that is worth fighting for worth um, you know learning more about um, and um, coming up with ways to to innovate to to you know propel um, the progress of humanity and I think the last 12 months the fact that we've come up with vaccinations in an incredibly fast pace uh, by all accounts m multiple vaccines um, and, and millions of people have been vaccinated now around the world I think that's incredible um, incredible achievement by uh, all the pharmaceutical companies that have come up with all of these vaccines the the distribution process the the rollout is really well done the way that it's it's been coordinated and um, I know there are some um, some countries around the world are uh, not happy that they they're not getting um, the the load of uh, viruses that they 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 need to um, inoculate their entire population but I think it's it's just supply and demand isn't it that's the problem at the moment but you know in months to come and years to come there will be an an abundance of um of vaccines um, different vaccines than what people are going to be vaccinated with now they'll be different they'll be adapted and um and then we'll 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 all be better for it and the treatments will be better for all the the tests that have had to that have uh, taken place and um all the the sacrifices that have been made by people and you know this the, the people who have died um who've sacrificed their lives uh will not be forgotten um and we we all have to memorialize them at some point when we we have a chance to um, to take a breath literally to take off our masks and all gather together around the world and and say you know and realize what we've all been through because it feels like we're all going through some kind of nightmare scenario and we're, we're seemingly coming out the other side we're waking up from this nightmare uh, but very cautiously in some parts 
um, but in other parts it's uh, it's still a threat that needs to be um, kept an eye on um, and um, yeah so it's, there's all this positivity um, to be found um, and as I say when I get my vaccination um, um, I'll be I'll be very happy because I can see the euphoria that people feel after they've had their vaccination the fact that they they it feels like it's like getting a, a shot in the mar- the arm of freedom of of you know something um something great um that is revolutionary and it is every vaccine that has ever been developed is revolutionary and it is uh there there no one wants to get vaccinated of course we would all rather that um there be a uh, be a time or um um there be a reality when no there was no diseases no viruses no need to protect ourselves in any way shape or form but the world we live in is a lot more dangerous than people think there are unseen adversaries there are viruses there's disease and they've existed for hundreds of years um and they they mutate and they change and and the pandemic that we've all been going through over the last 12 months is is has just really magnified the the reality that um humanity is very susceptible to um to um things that are very dangerous to our biology very destructive and the way that our um economies set up um they 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 teeter on the edge of a of a a precipice more than we we may have realized um and that um some things can be sustained some things that can be uh lived through for a short amount of time but when it comes into when it goes to weeks months years um some things are unsustainable um um but yeah i think we all it's 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 gonna be we're all gonna think back over the last year two years at some point and think um what has happened where have we been where are we going we're all gonna have to take a take a step back and um and just uh try and figure out a way forward um and uh try and make a make a better future for everybody still around and for the next generation and i think that's all anyone can ever do is just um you know um plan for every eventuality going forward and don't be complacent um don't be ignorant um of of anything or anybody um but uh but yeah um but yeah positivity hope um that's what i like to see it's what i like to hear um the fact that there is there is destruction going on and there is death and i i mourn for every, everybody who's who's died and the families who remain and have to pick up the pieces um but um 
yeah, I hope uh, sometime soon um, we'll all be able to uh, memorialise everybody um, who is uh, who've have all been lost um, over the last the last um, eighteen months by by this by this time. But yeah, so. But um, you know, one of the great things uh, that this pandemic has uh, has brought uh, to the forefront, um, as other than um, you know being cautious about being um, you know thinking about cleanliness and 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 such, um, people have. Uh, come out of their show in a way and they've started podcasts they've started sharing their art so creating music um they've started connecting with people online um probably more than they would have done previously um people are talking more on video calls um because people want that um they want more than just a voice they want more than just a, a text back and forth. They want more than a voice back and forth. They want a visual back and forth. Um, if they can't have a tactile, actual um, encounter with someone, they, they at least want to see someone and and hear their voice and look into their, their eyes, um, even if it's only in a virtual way. But, um, yeah, so people are, are sharing things that matter to them. And, uh, you know, I've... I've been writing uh, for over 10 years and um, poetry and short stories and I've, I've been lucky enough to have some of my poems and my short stories and my longer stories, my short novels published. Um, but poetry is always going to be the staple for me. They're always going to be the foundation of my writing. It's the thing that I'm always going to go back to. And... I, like a lot of people, over the course of my writing, um, have adapted to different styles, different ways of writing, um, because you have to, it's, 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 it's life, we all have to adapt, just like with the coronavirus, the, the pandemic, we've all had to adapt to living in a, a different way. Um, and writing the same, we all we all change and adapt to the time that we live in, the experiences that we're having in our lives, and uh, we change as people, we change as artists, we change our perspective and our what influences us and who influences us can change over time. Nothing is ever uh, stationary or um, and. And, and static everything is constantly in motion and that includes our thoughts our dreams our emotions uh life um and so that influences people who write or people who create art are influenced by what is around them and also by what is inside them um and i for for years i just i i I continuously just wrote in a in a notebook. I always had a notebook with me wherever I went, and I still continue to at the, to this day. But I've noticed over the last twelve months, especially, 
and I, I'd, always, I'd been doing this before anyway, but whenever I was in motion, I was on my way to somewhere, um, whether it would be on, on a train or on a, on a, a plane or a, a bus or anywhere, when I was going somewhere, um, and I didn't have the luxury of being able to get out my notebook and, and write with my, my pen, a poem or something that's coming to me, because um, I didn't have like a, a a work surface I didn't have a um, I didn't have like a table or something that I could write because it's very hard to write in a notebook when you don't have a table or like a surface um, t- for me the, the, the best place to write uh, in a notebook is in a, is in a cafe um, you, you just sit down at a table or it used to be uh, when we were able to do that hopefully that that experience will uh, return uh, here soon but um, yeah so sit down at a cafe at your own table with a drink notebook pen just taking in the atmosphere and observing everything around you everybody around you just listening learning and experiencing life but uh, as I say that people haven't been able to do that um, that often over the last few last year and some people still do it they probably do do it in their confines of their own home Um, but it's a different experience it's when you're in your own home the what you write is going to be different to what you're going to write if you're out in the world Um, it's just natural you you can't ever replicate the experience of the exposure of being out and around people and just being influenced and inspired by everything that you see, hear, feel, the sunlight through um, a window, um, the heat, um, the, the the song playing on the on the radio, uh, on the stereo, uh, playing in the, in the cafe or the restaurant, or being just being, you know, around people. So you can't replicate that. So as a result. If you're someone who is a writer or an artist and you're doing it in the confines of your own home, you are going to be more focused on, and you can, you're not going to be as distracted. And that can be a benefit in some ways. But for me, I like the interaction. Even though I'm not directly interacting with other people, I like being influenced by other people, especially when I'm writing a poem. But if I was focused on doing a specific thing, writing about a specific subject, something that, a subject that I needed to um, just focus all my attention on, um, or if you're just having a conversation with someone, you just want to focus on that person right in front of you. So in that way, you don't, you would want it to be a case where you are living, you are uh, within a, a bubble of your own making and not being in you know interrupted by other people but when you for me I was all I've always been able to sit down even if it was in a cafe and create this kind of a bubble around me where I came centered upon whatever I was writing and and um, the energy of um, of the moment is very powerful and palpable and influential to me at least as a writer um, but yes, yeah, so over the last eighteen months, I've I've noticed that because of you know not being able to go 
to cafes, not being able to um, do what I would normally do, I found myself uh, writing poems um, on my phone in the Notes app. And uh, I'd write poems, and I've, I was happy with them, of course. Um, but I noticed it was even becoming even more prominent. And even though I, I took, took a notebook with me all the time, but as I say, the, the convenience of just taking out your phone and, and writing as if you were writing a text message is uh, the convenience is, is there. So you just, you just, sometimes people just fall into convenience. It's like fast food, I suppose. You just eat it because it's there, because it's fast. It may not be um, the best for you, but it's it's there. And, um, yeah, the last couple of poems that I wrote, I've written them on my notebook because I took uh, a concerted... I took a, an eff, made an effort to to write in a notebook, and, and it felt... And it, after a while been a while since I, I wrote anything in my notebook um, even though I took it with me all the time it's kind of there like this um, this uh, this piece of uh, piece of inspiration this this you know and I've got many notebooks that I've filled over the years but I always have a notebook with me and I have a pen uh, but yeah as I say convenience has led me to write a lot of the majority of my poems on my phone but yeah, so the last couple of poems I've written in my notebook, and it felt so strange to do that again, even though I was I was writing it at home. Um, uh, uh, but it, it felt strange, but it felt so good. It felt because it's a different gear. That's the only way I can really describe it. It's a different experience to writing on your phone in a notes app than it is to writing in a notebook. A real notebook with paper uh, and a cover, you know, in ink, writing in ink. Um, and you know that it's indelible. You can't just go along and delete it. And you can see, if you make a mistake, if you scrub something out, you can see the mistakes you've made. I think that's a good thing because nobody ever d does anything and doesn't make the tiniest of mistakes or may want to go back and correct something. And that's something I always like to do. I always like to write in my notebook. And then I'd type it up after. That was my process. And then I'd see something that I may want to change slightly. So I'd change it in the edit, kind of. Uh, but the, the actual manuscript, the, the first draft, as it were, was always in my notebook. And doing that again over the last couple of few days um, has been great. Just getting back into that writing and the flow that you get when you're writing with a pen and the words seem to um, generate themselves even though you are pushing that pen through the uh the page and you know um in propelling the the ink to to go in a certain way to create these words and phrases and verses um and it's great it's like having a magic wand the pen is you know and um yeah, and I want to do more of that. And I like the process that you have to write it out and then you have to type it up if you want to share it online. That's something that was always part of my process before. And as I say, because of convenience, um, I just 
uh, uh, defaulted back to just writing on the notes app on my on my phone, and I'm sure I'll continue to do that. Um, if something comes to me in a moment and I think, oh, I need to write that down, I need to share that, or that the, the you know in, the bolt of inspiration uh, just hits me, and I think, oh, I have. I need to just express what I'm thinking at this moment, and my phone is, the, the, you know, the the closest thing to me, which it is for a lot of people most of the time. But, and I'm sure that will continue. But I want to continue, and I want to go back to writing more in my notebook, uh, because it's a different. You, you have to use different facets of your creativity and your personality when you're writing in a notebook. Um, um, compared to when you're writing in, uh, when you're typing on your phone, it's different, whole different experience, um, and uh, they're both valid, both great for people who want to uh, share their their thoughts and feelings, their emotions, their observations, and they're both valid. But uh, yeah, I I I'll always like the practical, the physical. Um, uh, as well as the the digital, I think it's we, it, there's a line that uh, has to be walked, and um, it's like a, a painter. A painter will never want to just paint on on a screen. They'll always want to pick up a paintbrush and dip it in the in the paint, and you know feel the the texture and the flow of the on on the canvas and and create these layers because that's where it is you know some paintings when you see them up close you can see the layers you can see the the brush strokes you can see the, the technique there's a lot more technique in practical um art than there is in in digital art um even though in digital art there is a you you have to uh be a master you have to learn certain techniques to make something look great lighting techniques and things like that but when it's practical you're actually painting on a on a physical canvas it's a lot more tricky and it a lot of things can go wrong quicker and easier uh, and it's it's harder but that's where the challenge is and that's what makes it so much more rewarding i think um whether it's writing a poem or a story in a notebook or painting a picture or um, doing a a drawing um, there is, you know, you may mess it up, you may make mistakes, but um, that's that's life, isn't it? You know, you can't you can't undo your mistakes in life all the time. You just have to adapt to what's happened and just do the best you can in and recover and see what you can do with what you've got. Um, but uh, but yeah, so yeah, I think it's it's all it's good. For everybody to have these outlets, um, but it's good to 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 have practicality as well as um, um, convenience. Sometimes convenience is is really a good thing. You need to have things in a moment's notice, um, but other times it's good to have the practical aspect of that as well because you get to. Um, when you use it after such a long time, you you realise how much you miss it. I suppose it's like going to a rave, going to a concert, 
go and see your favourite artist perform live. That's something that a lot of people are looking forward to doing in the coming months when life reverts back to some kind of normality and um and you can you can understand why people are so excited because it's something that makes them happy and the experience is um uh incomparable to anything else it's a, it's a great experience when you can you can be there and you can enjoy a moment of um um of coherence with other people everybody coming together experiencing something similar but individual but euphoric and transformative uh and uh yeah but yeah i think i'm gonna leave it there for now uh i just want to say thank you for listening uh hope you have a good day uh hope you like what you heard and i'll talk to you again soon If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings experience um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me uh, which is my website and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, a book form uh, and go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh episode um and i'll talk to you again soon